welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and I want to thank all of you for making yesterday's show our most listened to radio show ever. The topic of yesterday's show, and the, actually the continuation of yesterday's show is the same topic of today's show, is simply, is this the end of Zillow? In other words, the listing hub listings being cut off from Zillow, is that going to mean that Zillow is going to struggle and, uh, to survive and even questionably it's even maybe potentially in question whether or not they'll exist as an ongoing entity going into the future. Okay, so those are the types of questions a lot of you guys want answered. Now, we talked a little bit about that yesterday. Um, we gave you some opinions. We gave you some facts. In today's show, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys, Julie and I are going to give you guys all the specific places where we have gathered our information from. We're going to read you specific uh, quotes from the various sources that we got this information from. Investor calls, Inman News Features is always an awesome, probably the best, let's be honest, the, it is the best source of information about the real estate industry online. Um, and yeah, so we're going to share with you what we know, and we're going to give you the nuts and bolts about how we learned it. And then you guys can put these pieces together and see if you come with up to the same conclusions. I, I want all of you, and this is really critical, that you be really clear about this next point. Julie and I are admirers of Zillow. We are admirers of Trulia. We are admirers of any company that is able to deliver to consumers a superior product or service, and that's what they did. Zillow and Trulia beat Realtor.com, at least they have for the last seven or eight years, because they deserve to, because they were better, because they offered consumers a superior service, a superior product. And yes, there's a lot of agents that have a lot of opinions about you know, essentially how they went about doing business and all the rest of it. But the reason that they won is what we all need to be learning as an industry is what's going to have to happen for us to win, not only as individual practitioners, but also brokers. Are you listening? Did you pay attention to how Zillow kicked all of our butts? Well, guys, we can easily make that mistake post um, the list hub ending the relationship with Zillow. If the worst case scenarios for Zillow play out that they do have to radically change their business model, and Realtor.com does again become the most prominent portal for listings online. You know, what will we do with that opportunity now that our industry is quote unquote in charge of our own data again? Will we screw it up again? Probably, unless we're really, really tuned into the fact that our purpose, the reason that we're in this business, is to be of service to others, to be of service to folks that are buying and selling homes. We get all wrapped up in our minds about numbers, about commission checks, about all the politics inside the industry, about awards, about all this ego stuff. But we've got to remember, we are helping you know, homeowners, buyers. We're helping investors. We're helping people make the biggest decisions of their lives. We can never take that for granted. We can never lose sight of the fact that that is our true purpose. You know, There's nothing more important, nothing more significant than the mindset of service that all of you hopefully are adopting because that is what this new era of real estate is all about. And by era, I mean we're expecting, and I think if you guys have been longtime listeners of the radio show, we've, I think, proven it by all the different folks we've had on, all this, the economists and the CEOs. Everyone's anticipating that this is going to be 
the best 10-year cycle in real estate of all of our careers. So, yeah, a new era of real estate, and you need to be part of it, and it starts with the mindset of service. So with that in mind, today, we're really going to drill down on uh, where we got our facts, and we're going to read you the exact quotes. And you then will make the same – you'll either make the same determination that we did, um, or you'll make your – and you'll form your own opinion. Either way, you know, it's all great. Who knows? None of us have a crystal ball. At the very end of today's radio show, what we're going to do is we're going to recite some of the action items that you need to be doing, um, and then we're going to give you some new suggestions as well. So, Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. I think that that was very well spoken, focusing them in on what our mutual mission is, is to take very good care of our clients and prospects and keep a mindset of service. If you keep that as your overlying thought, then it helps you make the right decisions. And I think you're right, you know, so and truly, they gave people what they wanted at the time they wanted, and that is the mindset of service. So we all need to adopt that. And it's going to be interesting to talk about the details and discuss the facts and figures of how all of this is working. So I'm looking forward to today's call with you. And, you know, the fact is, is they not only provided a mindset, or I'm sorry, a great service to, um, and they have, and, you know, continue to in one iteration or another, of, uh, you know, to homeowners, to consumers, uh, civilians, if you will, but they also provided, let's be honest, a very needed service for a lot of agents that were not knowing how to be listing agents. I mean, the reality of it is, is a lot of you guys have yet to learn how to be listing agents, and if it wasn't for your ability to buy buyer leads, you would be real estate toast. So, I mean, you've got to look at the, what these companies have done. They've created a whole industry within our industry. There, was, there were no buying buyer lead companies before these guys carved out the niche. And obviously, based on the fact that, I mean, it's not unknown really how many subscribers they have, but it's you know, close to 100,000 between Zillow and Trulia now that they're going to be the same company. You know, the reality of it is, is clearly there was an epic demand from agents who wanted to buy buyer leads. So they did provide a service. They are and have been successful. And all the founders and all the shareholders have become really very wealthy because of the fact that they did figure out how to provide a high level of service to millions and millions of folks. So let's not ever lose sight of that. Um, and let's admire that and let's respect that. And let's most importantly, let's learn from it. So Julie, we're going to get to today's radio show in just a second. Um, but before we do, I want everyone to listen to this quick radio spot or this quick commercial from one of our great coaching students, Colette McDonald. According to the National Association of Realtors, only 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need one too. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today, Tim and Julie Harris. Don't just take our word for it. Listen to what HGTV star and Atlanta top producer Colette McDonald has to say. Hi, my name is Colette McDonald, and I'm with Remax in Atlanta, Georgia. I just wanted to take a moment and give a shout out to Tim and Julie Harris. I've been a coaching client of theirs for the last four years. When I first started in this business 12 years ago, I was very successful, did a great amount of business, averaged between eight and 10 million a year. When I contracted with Tim and Julie to be my graduate level coaches, my production increased by 20% per year. I am now trending 30 million this year. That's amazing results over four years of working with Tim and Julie Harris. I highly recommend them. Tiger Woods has a coach. And why does he have a coach? 
because he can't see his swing. If you do what they tell you to, you will see huge results. I am living proof. Only Tim and Julie Harris provide powerful one-on-one -on -one coaching along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action now and visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. There's no risk, no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one -on -one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's market. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So a recap, why did we do the radio show yesterday on this topic and why are we doing it today? Three real quick reasons. Number one, agents are our focus. All of our coaches here, our primary focus is on agents, right? So we are an agent-centric coaching company and our purpose is to have your backs. Point number two, as such, you need to be prepared. You need to know what is going, uh, what's going to happen, most likely happen next, so you can be prepared to take action. If you guys knew the real estate market was going to crash in 2008, wouldn't you have been taking different actions in, let's say, 2005 through 2008, or most importantly, in 2007 before you know, the wheels came off the wagon? If you knew what was going to happen next, wouldn't you be actually uh, in an advantageous position with how you're going to spend your time, money, and effort right now? And the third reason that we're talking about this topic, and it is a, you know, one of our favorite topics, obviously, is information is power. If you're being actively solicited by a company that requires a long-term binding contract, you need to be sure that you're going to get what they're promising, not just for Zillow, but for anyone. If there's reasons to question, if you're being asked to sign a 6- or 12-month contract and there's reasons to question whether or not they're going to fulfill their end of the agreement, you need to be asking, make that demanding that you have some outs in that contract. You know, frankly, I wouldn't sign a contract. We don't have contracts for our coaching. I don't know why any of you guys sign contracts for anything that you're signing on to. You might not know this, but outside of the real estate industry, when you sign on with a coach, when you sign on with any sort of personal service, you're not required to sign a contract. You're, they don't make you sign a contract. You know, this is something that's weird because our industry still, agents don't know that they can say, hey, no. I maybe will consider doing business with you, but I don't want a contract. So you guys better be keeping all of that in mind. So the question is, what will happen next You know, once this List Hub agreement with Zillow ends? Now, there was a little stink with someone from Zillow and myself on several websites since yesterday, and he was really pressing me about a comment that I made, and I'm going to really give him, and I gave him this information. He's friends of mine, sort of friends of mine, so you know, I didn't, I didn't take it personally. But So based on our research, what we're going to share with you, Zillow will have around 60% fewer listings on their site. Yesterday, I think I said 70%, so I'm going to say today 60% based on this additional research, but the reality of it is it could be 70%, but we're just going to say 60%. Where am I getting that information, Julie? From September 2014, an Inman article that said, ListHub currently supplies Zillow with an estimated 60% of the listing data displayed on its website, up from about half earlier this year, Glass told Inman News. But that doesn't mean that Move has plans to choke off listings to its rivals. So Which we know source, was... Inman, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Inman News features September 2014, fairly recently. 
uh, a representative from ListHub basically said that Zillow has 60% of the listings featured on Zillow's website were indeed sourced from ListHub, all right? And then he went off to say that, you know, we had no plans, and this was just back in September prior to uh, News Corp actually closing on the acquisition of Move.com. He then said, as their former CEO had said, that they didn't have any plans to choke off the listings, but evidently that all changed. Um, clearly it changed. And in December, Julie... And also from Inman in December, Murdoch's making big moves quickly, and he may have bigger ones yet to make. ListHub, the listing syndication platform Move owns and operates, supplies Zillow with approximately 60% of its listings. So that's so that there you go, guys. It comes, so the, this, the quote of 60%, because you know people were curious, Tim, where are you getting that number? Where are you, you know, how, validate, prove to us, you know, provide actual evidence that Zillow might lose between 60 and 70% of their listings, display listings um, as a result of the ending of the relationship with ListHub. And there you go. We got the inf- information from Inman, and those are the exact quotes that I was citing in my own research. Now, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's talk specifically, Julie, about Zillow's stats, and this is directly from their website. That's right. So again, this came straight from Zillow.com. Their actual stats They have 3.2 million listings. 1.2 million are not for sale listings. 2 million are actually for sale. 1.8 million are for sale with agents. Those are the real stats, again, straight from Zillow. Go ahead. So what does that mean? We have the non-for sale listings. Those would be what? Your possible for rent by owners. Those would be your notice of default listings. Those would be the make me move listings. I mean, Zillow's done a lot of really, uh, I think, creative ways to generate alternative streams of potential listing data in addition to just the traditional homes for sale by agents. But again, according to Zillow stats, of the 3.2 million we put quotes around the word listings, 1.8 million are by agent for sale listings. All right. Again, that is directly from Zillow's website. Go ahead, Julie. Now, this information that we're about to give you is clearly in the uh, sort of wonkish category, but you guys will still, for those of you who are really looking for stats and details, you can um, you know, cite this information as well. Go ahead, Jules. Sure. So 400,000 listings are via direct feeds from brokers and MLSs. If you add up the combined number of listing brokers, listings brokers, and MLSs, and brokers brought to Zillow the day they signed the agreements, okay, so 400,000 listings that way. The actual number currently sourced through those feeds is probably higher because overall housing inventory has increased since then. We'll assume that the real number is closer to 500,000 listings. So let's say 1.3 million by agent listings come from other sources besides MLS and broker feeds. If ListHub is the sole source of all those 1.3 million listings, Zillow would lose 72% of its by agent listings if ListHub pulled the plug today. Okay, so let's stop so what for a second. What does that mean to them, Tim? Yeah. Right, that's, that's straight up math. So there's, those are the statistics. Again, I, 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 I'm not a reporter. I'm not a professional journalist. Julie and I are just commentators. And this is not necessarily even something we normally talk about. Our whole motivation for giving you guys this information, and now we're kind of giving you the analytical drill down to back up our uh, theories and our opinions, right? So those of you who are wanting to you know, have uh, what we're suggesting is going to happen next validated, here you go. The real motivation for us as your current or future real estate coach is to make it so that you are prepared, 
We are not dancing on the grave of any company or even necessarily suggesting that any company is not going to be continued to be successful. What we are suggesting is that you, as individual practitioners, at this present moment, if you're not being, uh, I think, prepared for what might happen, and we're going to get to that in the second part or the last part of the radio show today, you will be caught by surprise. You will not be prepared. You will be essentially going down a perilous path uh, because of the fact that you're not going to know how else to build your business other than buying leads. Go ahead, Jules. Okay, so what Zillow can do, well, past coverage by Inman suggests that Zillow has gotten listings from a company called Point2. How many listings are they featuring on their site that are sourced from Point2 is unknown. ListHub has also previously told us that it supplied 60% of Zillow's listings. Perhaps the difference between 72 and 60% was covered by Point2. So again, it's entirely possible that this company, Point2, already supplies most of the listings supplied by ListHub, and perhaps Zillow just eliminates the duplicates, meaning Zillow would still be able to display a vast majority of the listings it displays now, even if ListHub pulled the plug. Well, Zillow has 90 days before the ListHub feed is shut off completely. In that 90 days, is it possible that Zillow could convince enough brokers, MLSs, etc., to send listings directly to them? Well, we know that Zillow has been working on these direct feeds for years with mixed success. So, Tim, and Jill- what do they do with that? What do you, I mean, what do you do now with all of this great statistics and information on this? Well, okay, just in the past day, how many emails have you gotten from our coaching students mm-hmm. that were coming from Zillow where the Zillow uh, agents are now, or you know, representatives are trying to get direct feed of brokers' websites? How many yeah, emails like right. that have you gotten forward to you? Yeah, they absolutely are pursuing that. They're, I don't yeah. think that's in question anymore. That's, you know, and they've got 90 days to work on it, so we'll see how that goes. Right. So the the unknown is the number of listings that Zillow gets from this point two company that I believe they purchased. So we don't know. Okay. The other unknown is, and it's possible, I suppose, though it, let's be honest, not likely, that in the next 90 days, Zillow could somehow form enough relationships with enough brokers that almost magically they would have access to all of uh, the listings that they no longer will have access to from ListHub. And there's another, um, I'd say, a possible wild card out there. And, you know, this is something we'll talk about on a future radio show. There is a, an effort happening right now amongst all the top real estate brokers in the country to form their own public-facing website. Call it a competing portal. Call it what you will. But all the biggest names in the, comp- in the country, you know, the big companies, they are supposedly going to be soon uh, launching, if you will, a new portal where essentially they will hypothetically, you know, I don't have much information on this, I'm working on it, trust me, they will become competitors, if you will, with Realtor.com, with Zillow, with Trulia, with the broker's websites, with the MLS websites, those MLSs that have websites. So it is also possible, now this is way out there, this is the biggest maybe that I could possibly think of how Zillow could pull a rabbit out of the hat with uh, making up for the lost listings. Maybe they have gotten uh, established relationships uh, with this new entity and they're going to surprise everyone with a uh, press release saying that, hey, guess what? No worries about the loss of listings from ListHub. Turns out we had this on the, on the back burner the whole time, and everything is business as usual. I don't think so, but that's entirely possible. So again, the most likely thing that's going to happen, unless you know, one of those scenarios that Julie just read to you happens, is that come April, there are going to be fewer listings on Zillow. There are going to be fewer leads that are generated from Zillow, Fewer leads are going to be sold to agents, and agents that have been dedicated and you know 
basically uh, I don't, addicted, I think maybe is the word, into buying buyer leads are going to struggle. So, Julie, the last part is, again, a bit of a rehash from yesterday, but a couple new points, and what agents must be considering uh, doing now. Number one. All right, so number one, anticipate that this will be disruptive, especially if you are dependent on bought buyer leads. To what degree disruption? Well, we're going to wait and see, but you can be guaranteed there will be disruption, particularly for those of you who, as Tim said, may be a little bit addicted to buying your leads. Point number two, what you should do now, learn to be a listing agent. Many studies have shown that for every one listing you take, you'll generate at least two additional transactions. And Tim, just to drive this home, I always ask agents when their deals fall apart, which side of the deal they'd rather be on. The buyer, now you've got to go show property again if they're even still working with you, or would you rather have the listing? I'm pretty sure 100% would say the listing. So learn to be a listing agent. Point number three on what you should do now, assuming the traffic leaves Zulia, again, Zulia slash, uh, Zillow slash Trulia, where will it go potentially? Well, realtor.com and your broker's sites. There is reason to believe that the largest brokers in the nation, the big brands, are going to be launching their own private, public-facing portals. So where will the business go? Possibly your own broker's website and certainly to Realtor.com. Does that all make sense, Tim? So, but the biggest takeaway from your, the action steps that you guys need to be considering is breaking the addiction to buying leads. That's really the bottom line. Buying leads is not sustainable in any business, by the way. If you basically think, if you are trying to build your business um, around buying leads, what, has, what are all the things that can happen that will make it so that that approach to the real estate business or any business won't be sustainable? Number one, the lead price could uh, exceed the financial viability of buying it. It could just become too expensive. Right? That could happen. Number two, the lead quality could go in the crapper. Or number three, and this is what's happening now, a lot of you have been experiencing this, not only does the lead quality in your perception decrease, but also the lead cost increases. So you're having to pay more and you're getting less. So how can you possibly think that buying leads has any future to it? You have to learn to be a lead generator yourself and not buy leads. Now, are we just you know, religiously opposed to buying leads? Absolutely not. In some cases, buying leads makes sense. In some cases, in virtually every case, having a referral fee paid to another agent or a broker from a listing or a buyer lead that they're sending to you, that makes sense. But you know, again, those are the types of standard business practices that will continue. Buying leads, in particular buying buyer leads, guys, maybe it's possible that that was just a trend, a fad, and maybe it's run its course, right? Maybe the whole buying buyer leads thing is oversaturated because too many other people are buying buyer leads. You know, I'll throw another point on there, something to consider as well. If List Hub via, you know, News Corp in essence, has decided to stop syndicating, which they did, listings to Trulia and Zillow, or Zillow in particular, uh, could you guys help me understand what would prevent them from doing the same thing for all the other sites that you guys buy buyer leads from? Think of all the other companies that are out there. Hundreds in some form are trying to generate buyer leads off your listings that are syndicated through ListHub. And then if ListHub, and let's assume this will happen, decides to no longer sell that data to all these companies that have been selling you leads in your main source of business, 
or you know, your critical spokes in your business come from buying leads and all of a sudden those spokes no longer are around, what's going to happen to you? That's what scares me for you guys. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, so that's, but that's, I, I think there's two parts to that. One is you better know how to generate your own business, which sounds kind of old-fashioned after paying, paying for leads, right? But, you know, <laughs> there were houses that were sold and buyers that bought before Zillow and Trulia and even before Realtor.com existed. I know it's shocking for some, right? So how do you generate your own business? And then, you know, there's an underlying thing with that too, Tim, is that some of these guys are not learning at the speed that they should how to generate their own deals because underlying that is the fear of, well, what if I do set a bunch of listing appointments? I'm not really a listing agent. What do I have to do to become a listing agent? So I think it's related, but recognizing it is the first thing, understanding that it is going to be disruptive, but then actually coming to terms with it and doing something about it, it's good for the long-term health of your business regardless of exactly how disruptive this ends up being, this is good for you as a business person, as someone who makes your living in this industry. Wouldn't you agree, Tim? Well, you know, Julie, when I read stuff like this and when you and I, which we successfully did before all this became public, you and I picked up little breadcrumbs that were out there, here and there, conversations. We know people just in all different facets of the industry. And you and I publicly said uh, last year, uh, before any of this was announced, before it was in print anywhere, we thought this exact scenario would play out. And we have been warning you guys, those long-term listeners know that we've been warning you for almost a year that the buying buyer leads thing is going to be in jeopardy going forward. We warned you. Now, am I trying to pat ourselves on the back or is that a big ego statement? No. What's motivating me now is that if I have the information or if I know something that's going to help even one of you of the 50,000 plus that listen to us on a regular basis. If one of if just one little tiny tidbit from one little show that we do helps you, then I've done my job. And I frankly could not sit on this information any longer because nobody is going to tell you. Nobody is going your broker's probably not going to come to you or your office manager probably isn't going to come to you and say, "Hey Sally Sue, we need to maybe question or think about how you're generating leads." They're not going to probably, you know, want either they don't know or they're not, you know, really studying it like we do on an ongoing basis to know that that is that most likely going to be a, uh, a deal ender, a business ender, and a career, at the very least, disruptor for many of you. So as Julie said, hey, guess what? There are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of ways to generate leads other than buying leads. Lots. And it's not that difficult. People have been doing it for decades. There are lots of ways that you can generate your own leads, not have to buy leads, not have to be dependent on the ebbs and flows of some company, whether or not they're going to dilute your leads, whether or not they're going to raise your prices. Haven't you guys had enough of that yet? Aren't you sick of it? Here we are at the start of a new year. Uh, I know that what we're saying is resonating with you guys. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had a record number of listens to the show yesterday. You know, I'm confident that a lot of you mentally are already – where you need to be to make the next step. Emotionally, you probably, some of you are getting to the point where you're at a breaking point, especially because the financial aspects of, you know, the return on investment you're getting from buyer leads is really in question. So now you just have to take the last step and that's get into action and actually, maybe for the first time in a long time, take a risk. You know, don't take the easy path of buying leads. Take a risk and invest in yourself. 
and invest in yourself to learn how to be a listing agent, learn how to generate your own leads. Listen, guys, there's a lot of great coaches out there. It's not just the you know, folks that work with Julie and I. There's a lot of great coaches out there. It's up to you to use the information that's out there. It's up to you to actually do something that's going to put you back in the driver's seat, you in control. We are in, again, what will be remembered as the best 10 years of our entire real estate careers. And, you know, after that, there's a lot of folks that are saying 10 years from now, we're going to go into another real estate crash. Who knows? And you know what? Make it so you don't have to care because you've done so well for yourself now. It starts today, guys. So, you know what? I'm not going to bring this topic up again. I'm not going to talk about it again. I feel at this point, Julie and I have done our (laughs) public service duty, if you will, and we have warned you. So do with this information as you please. It's completely up to you now. Take action on this. Decide what path you're going to be going on for the rest of your career. If there's anything we can ever do for you, free coaching calls for agents.com. Or, of course, you know what, guys? You can just hop on over to our website, uh, timandjulieharris.com. Oh, and my producer just reminded me. We, um, well, rather, he just put up a new website called comparacoach.com. A lot of you guys who are looking for a coach don't know what questions to ask when interviewing coaches. So we've made it easy for you, and we wrote all the questions down, and we gave you all the statistics and the information to basically empower you to make an informed decision. So go to comparacoach.com, kind of a fun website, got to go through all the questions. And, you know, we really, really did a great job, I think, of, uh, or he did a great job, really, of preparing the information in such a way that, you know, here's the question you should be asking, here's why it's important. So it'll help you in making an informed decision. So, Julie, I think at this point we can put a period at the end of this sentence and uh, let the market play it out as it will, right? I would absolutely agree. So we have shared with you all there is to share. Now it's up to you to make the decision what you're going to do about it, what your next steps are, and what needs to be implemented. And you know we are here to help you navigate through what comes next. So I'm excited for them. Have a fantastic rest of your day, guys. The links uh, to the wonderful Inman article that broke this news are in today's show description as well as a link to the new website, comparacoach.com. Have a fantastic day. Please, 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 as I know you have been, share this radio show with as many other agents as you can. Help us get the word out so they can be prepared as well. And we'll talk to you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.